0: What's up people, welcome back to Bose DK, the podcast where we keep it real. In today's episode, we're going to be having a real conversation with someone who came to spotlight as the winner of the reality show Sunsil Gang of Girls. Since then, she's been featured as the musical artist to watch out for on Zee Music's weekly spotlight, Zoom India, and most recently Jammin, an episodic collaboration with legendary Jatin Pandit on Sony Entertainment TV. She's traveled across 35 countries performing her high-octane act, mesmerizing audiences over 1,000 500 shows singing in over 11 indian languages her recent song mary galti went viral on youtube trending number one amassing 16 million plus views to date she is a powerhouse a diva a rock star and an electrifying performer all rolled into one welcome to the boss TK podcast ambili menon
1: Yay. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, Yadu, Deepa, it's uh, truly an honor. And uh, A, because uh, I've known Yadu, I've known you for a while. And uh, I'm quite inspired by your yogic journey. (laughs) Every time I see it on social media. I'm still an amateur. (laughs) No, but it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things, I think, when you just meet a person. I know this is going to be the first honest, real, like lengthy conversation probably that we're gonna have uh, but um just i guess knowing you a little bit ahead of time helps a and uh i i also think that i and i know i sent you this in an sms like or, or whatsapp when we were chatting when i said that i feel it's just nice that um you know you thought to reach out
2: to me so that's pretty cool so deepa hello how are you I'm fantastic Ambali. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. I've heard so many good things about you over the years from Yadush. So it's really exciting to have you on. I'm I'm so
1: glad truly first of all because a I just want to I don't know if you can hear this but (laughs) brava on the awesome job that you guys do. Yeah I mean the conversations all sound so real and so authentic and I really I think it's really admirable. So brava pat on the
0: back. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we are honored to have you on our show today. Yay. So I'm let's glad. get into the podcast. What were your growing up years like? Uh, when did your love story with singing begin?
1: All right. So, you know, I uh, I grew up in a very typical middle class class. Uh, family my father was an engineer um, and my mother was uh, you know she's in fact a doctor like uh, she's done her MPhil so uh, education was paramount uh, and that's I think very typical of any uh, South Indian family right like I have 13 or 14 cousins and I am the only (laughs) non-engineer so uh, that's something uh, that's the kind of family background I had Um, uh, but I remember when I was um, 12 years old was it 12 or 13 I saw um, Britney Spears do Baby One More Time like release that song yeah and I that song had such a paramount impact on my life because i don't know there was something about her her energy on screen her performance that really made me feel like god this is what i want to do you know i i want to entertain i want to um, and i want to um, i want to do music really passionately and i i loved the idea of being on stage so even then so you know how parents usually ask their kids keep that very typical question. Uh, I was obviously uh, the first time my mom asked me, I must, I told her I want to be a singer. Uh, the next time you know they ever sat me down on a dining table, um, it was uh, it, anytime it came up, it, it would always be I want to do music. Uh, but for my mom, it was imperative that I finish my education and that uh, I'm, for, I'm for both of them because they, A, obviously wanted me to have uh, like a really good head on my shoulders the one that comes from uh, I, I don't know i guess having a college experience uh, but obviously i rebelled <laughs> i was i was like ah uh, you know i was I, I i was a rebellious teenager yes honest good question um so i would tell my parents hey you're not supportive i mean this is what i want to do and you know i want to pack my bags and come to bombay and mum was like, no, nothing doing. You do your graduation, even if it's a graduation in music, but you're going to get a degree. But I didn't really want to study like, the theory of music for some reason. I mean, you know, that would have... I, I, I mean, I know people do it, but it was not something that called out to me. So I said, what's the closest thing uh, to doing this? And uh, I thought of media because that's 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 still the same industry media entertainment i mean there's still cameras and lights and uh, <laughs> so i uh, i did my graduation in journalism from bangalore uh, i did my masters in uh, mass communication from uh, symbiosis pune um, so i kind of and i i, I I, I'm quite a geek. So, I was the nerd. I would be the topper of the class. I'm someone who's never bunked a single day of, uh, uh, like, graduation, ever. I would like, have
0: believed that, looking at you on stage. I shows. know. I would have never believed that.
1: I know. Three years. And I'm like, I, I would be one of those front benches, okay? I had to be, like, and I was a teacher of SPET. Uh, I was gold medalist. University, Bangalore University, topper, in fact, graduation. All three years. Uh, yeah, gold medalist from... Uh, a, for your, during my masters so I'm uh, I'm one of those like growing up not growing up even now like people look at me like my curly hair and uh, you know that wild crazy side I have on stage but uh, I'm actually full geek like I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm the I love my pyjamas I love watching Star Wars and uh, you know I can quote Avengers uh, so usually like most people somehow like just, I don't know. You've got
0: them. company here, Rambli. Really? Have, yeah, like I have I'm a Harry... yeah, there's another geek here on the show. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> that's just... Awesome. <laughs> then we're going to be great friends because I'm totally the Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. Like I can quote all of those movies. Like I'm totally that person. So anyway, I did my grad, did my master's. I, came, I, I got my job uh, coincidentally from college in Bombay. So I came to Bombay six months into being here in the city. Uh, I quit my job because I knew that, you know, I mean, I woke up every single day thinking, you know, we used to take the Malad local, like the the train that starts from Malad, And you had to jump on board to get a seat because so I would, even before like the train, like stops at the station completely, I would jump like, (laughs) Uh, You know while it's moving so that I had to like I had to get a seat and go to work and and It it was crazy like Bombay is a crazy city if you're not accustomed to this space uh, It's uh, it's mental, but it's taught me a lot So all of those I mean uh, those six months were like that very corporate experience, you know of having a job and um, having a boss to report to and but i knew that's not what i wanted to do like i and i worked with one of india's premier uh, channels i worked with z um like that was my job out of college i worked with them i uh, was an executive producer on like four of tesh uh, like on z music because again i wanted to somehow like everything led to music all right and then i quit this one sudden day i was like God, if I die tomorrow, like, that was, I don't know, one thought that I always have in my head. Like, if I die tomorrow, like, would I, I mean, what would my biggest regret be? And it was, it was like, I didn't even try, you know. I'm like, maybe I won't make it as a singer. Maybe I, I'll, um. You know, I, I might have to like, I'll give it a shot and in a year go back. I still have a degree. So that's awesome. And that was like the first time I felt such incredible gratitude to my parents because they forced me to study. And I'm like, you know, worst come worst, I have this. Uh, I can always get back uh, get back to corporate life. But I was like, if I don't do this, I, I will regret when I'm, um, you know. That's, I think, one of those things that really like would... I don't know, hit me so hard that you have to try. So I quit and um, like I had some money saved up. But that was, I think, in Bombay, one of my hardest. Um, but like that experience, that really makes you grow up as a person. Because I had, you know, th- by the time I had found an apartment, Uh, i mean because i was staying with a friend earlier and then i shifted i had to shift to my own place because she was getting married so by the time i found my apartment paid my broker paid the first month's rent i had 423 rupees left in my account and i remember seeing this figure because it freaked me out i'm like dude that's i mean you know cuz there's that daunting thing where is your next meal going to come from like how are you going to manage and it was crazy like in um in like like the next 12 hours i booked you know coincidentally like three uh three gigs which were like really small like i i i in fact started i mean it wasn't even music like i had to do anchoring because uh I mean, for music, like to book a gig, you need to have a showreel. And to have a showreel, you need to do a gig, but no one's going to give you a gig till you have a showreel. So it's that vicious cycle that you sort of just get stuck in. Uh, but I managed to get like these anchoring things where I would say, hello, uh, you know, like small corporates. Uh, I started doing all that, but luckily within two months, I did my first reality show uh, on Zoom. Uh, it was basically uh, one of those things. I mean, it's not something that immediately catapults you into superstardom. But it's one of those things that gives you a great platform. Like, So you, I was slowly able to make a reel. And uh, from there on is how my musical journey sort of started. It, it was it's been amazing actually like i think that that you know that time when i didn't have a um, job in uh bombay like just with that 400 bucks i mean i remember i would eat vada pav. Uh, you know i had like a budget of 25 bucks or 30 rupees per meal like like you know for the day and I'm like, I would skip breakfast and try and eat between that two o'clock, three o'clock, like that one phase where, you know, you sort of, it just helps you survive and eat a big meal. And it was, it was kind of challenging because I had sort of decided I don't want to take mom, like parents' help, you know, they've sponsored till my education, like, and this was my decision, like to quit and I had to figure this out. And so it, it's crazy, but
2: it's been a mad ride. <laughs> Sito, you did figure it out. I mean, from the looks of it, you did figure it out. And I'm sure your first show that you did would have been one of those like unforgettable experiences for you. Because from what we are listening, you did anchoring and then you went and did a reality show. Then you were able to do your show reel and finally you get your first show what was that like and you know what's been the journey till here from that first show to now so um the first
1: i mean it's crazy but i think the universe just works in amazing ways like i i can't explain it but uh every time like the money would dwindle like every time i needed i okay i know my rent date is just about to arrive uh you know this is uh it's it's that albatross around your neck so to speak uh so i remember like uh i would already paid rent so i knew at least okay that thing is sorted and i had to small 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 budget like that for that uh thing but by the time we started veering towards the end of the month and i knew my rent was overdue that's when i blocked my kicks like that's when it just sort of uh started like the regularity of it started falling into place but I remember my first one was really special. I I, I wasn't paid for it. But it it's still something uh, that helped me sort of, again, build that show reel up. And it was a huge gig. It was a gig that I did with Preetam. So, I, I, I oh, mean, nice. I opened for him. Like, he was in concert. And I sort of was booked by the organizers to just op- do my uh, opening act. There were four songs that I sang. <laughs> but it was college. And college just to date remain my favorite venues like the energy and and so for a newcomer like for just the first pers- I mean I am now like I'm just gonna blow my trumpet and say I'm crazy on stage now like i have super confidence I know I can own this audience right I mean sorry <laughs> but I'm just gonna blow my trumpet a little but then I didn't I mean then like there are butterflies in your stomach and how to hold the mic like you know you don't know these things you don't know that that walk or that strut or that just that confidence of you know just putting your hands up in the air and so i so you like one gig after the other you sort of just learn but yeah it was really awkward that first gig but i had a great audience um, and so that helped that really really helped
0: yeah yeah you, you know i'm i'm very familiar with your passion you know i've seen it on stage i see it when i've spoken to you uh you should also have some inspirations. There must be someone who inspired you to take out, take up singing. So was there an inspiration?
2: Apart from Britney Spears. She said Britney Spears was her first inspiration. So anyone else apart uh, from that? So
1: I mean I yes, I mean, Britney is has always been an idol. Uh and uh you know cuz but I think there's something about um, um taking different journeys when like as you grow I feel like your influences change so even though Britney is who I accrue to like like that initial that first falling in love with music I think today I really do look up to Beyonce She's she is such mm-hmm. a I mean she's such a diva she's such an incredible vocalist and she's the whole thing she is I, literally I don't think I can like i can th- i can think of a single flaw in that woman like she she looks perfect she's an incredible dancer she's a fabulous actor she has the craziest like vocals chops and uh, yeah she's quite marvelous I, I
2: i totally i totally think uh she's a goddess yeah. yeah she is i mean beyonce is somebody that i think uh she's she's like called the queen and yeah, for yeah, a reason right? Totally uh, yeah Beautiful. Uh, so, uh this is something that uh, Bose and I were talking about a couple of sure. days back, right, of how, of how music itself has changed over sure. the years. And obviously, I mean, when we were growing up, I mean, our take is that there was great music while <laughs> we were growing up, but now it's not that great, but <laughs> it's not the truth, right? Every generation feels yeah. they have the best music growing up um but really i mean you're in the industry so what are the changes that you are seeing uh in the music industry um good bad ugly whatever it is so what are those changes so um i'll tell you something
1: like i completely agree with what you said that every generation does think that you know there i mean we are like every time i talk about the 90s i'm like oh my god like i love the music. Uh, I love... Uh, I mean, th- it had so much soul. Like a song like Baho Ke Darmia or, you know, Pehla Nasha. I mean, we still sing it to this date and they still as fresh. Uh, so I do... Okay, here are a couple of things about the current uh, scenario that I do want to critique but I don't want to be negative about it because I think every once in a while you do see that... You do see trends come up and then sort of just wean away and, you know dire natural death so to speak uh, there was a time in the 90s that that's when indie pop really became huge right like all of these wonderful artists Alisha Alicia, uh, Alisha Chennai uh, you know just Lucky Ali just when you think of their music it's it's amazing and and young and uh, just kick ass videos shot in amazing locations like Bollywood couldn't uh, come close because uh, you know uh, uh, in terms of the grandeur of the videos at that point of time Uh, Of course, now, uh, I think there's some really interesting things happening. Bollywood has this trend of wanting to just uh, rehash old, like, 90s songs. And uh, so, almost every single film, you'll see that happening. You'll see a 90s song being remade, remixed, or just given a new interpretation. Um, uh, See, it's interesting in a way because see, Bollywood is not, it's not a charity thing, right? They're here to make money and they know that that formula is working. Uh, So why won't they? Like, I I mean, I I know people keep going on about, oh, it's the death of music and no new music is coming up. Uh, But hey, they're running a business. I mean, think about the amount of investment that it takes to make a video, promote the music and people it's it's very rare that you will listen to a song once and fall in love with it. Like most of the music is pushed so much and they would rather push a song that's already worked and just make it bigger. Like they know the guaranteed like their views and hits uh, in the first week and it just leads to greater ad revenue. I understand a lot of people having issues with that process but there is another great avenue where indie music is really flourishing and that is in the independent scene. Like labels are putting in willing to invest money Uh, and there are a lot of opportunities there to just create your own stuff and and you know put it out put it out there because there is an audience uh, that really uh, craves for indie music there is an there is an audience so uh, I do think like while this is happening in Bollywood is just presenting a great opportunity to all the independent musicians to just put their work out there.
0: So, uh, Ambili and I met first time it was in Istanbul at an event. Uh, and we actually... The event was for about 130 people. And uh, we also had Burman Irani at that event. And I still remember Burman said that he's not going to join us for the party. And he said, no, he's not going to be part of all this uh, stuff, right? But the energy and the passion that she was showing, even he joined in on stage. And uh-huh. the, I think at the end, yeah. he, he sang with you, right?
1: Yeah, he did. So, I, I, I oh, specifically... Nice. Uh, remember that uh, because I remember I'd sung Jehu was the song <clears throat>
3: right. and
1: I remember that so well because I was I mean all of the people in the audience were also really charged up and he was kind enough actually he's such a really down-to-earth human being I think yeah he yeah. was he was sweet enough to join us uh, uh, and sort of just sing along to the song
0: yeah. but but how do you get to do that right I mean I know you said you know you are now confident you can just own the crowd and all of that but it must have been, you know, over time you would have learned things. You you know, you probably you are practicing, you know, a lot of hard work goes into all of this, right? It doesn't happen overnight. What, yeah. what does it take? <clears throat> uh,
1: that's an interesting question. <laughs> I do think that... So I'm going to just sort of elaborate on my journey a little bit to just, you know, I don't know, like a... uh, So a conversation like this helps because then you're also, you know, just figuring out maybe uh, in your head how you think it happened. Uh, But I think um, I personally had gotten slightly complacent. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, and this is a very... uh, like, this is a very real thing. I, I just want to be honest about this fact. Like, think I think what happens is you do gig after gig after gig and then it gets just the, just the thing that you sort of promise yourself will never happen, that you'll never get stuck in a rut. You do sometimes tend to get stuck in a rut because it's comfortable, right? The, uh, the <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I I sort of just grew from like one gig to the other, but then I just got like sort of, acha now it's set. But I think it was 2016 that I realized that I wasn't growing enough. Um, I remember that year was one of the most successful. Like I had done my US tours. Uh, in fact, with Shanda, like with Shan. Um uh, so I had done an entire tour of uh, US, like about 13 states with him. And I was in Europe for about five or six times in that uh, uh, five or six times in that year. But there was something like. And a voice inside which just made me feel like I wasn't happy, you know. And that became an issue when music no longer made me happy. I realized that I was just, uh, I had gotten stuck in that same thing that I promised myself. Oh, you know, co- corporate mein aisa ho hai that you you know the salaries coming in and then you're not pushing yourself. And I I realized I, had, I wasn't pushing myself. I mean, that's the year that I uh, found myself a Guruji. And uh, I I learn under Pandit Ravi Jule. And he is fabulous. Like he is uh, brutally honest. So he was... And I loved that. I loved the fact that he just told me, oh, you know, you've become successful, but you've not thought about focusing on the art that has made you successful. Um, um, because I was... I'd, I'd gotten very casual about my riyas. you know. I was like... And the schedule was crazy when I was traveling so much. Uh, early morning flights. So every time I'd go and just sleep and... Would not rest my voice. I was doing back-to-back gigs. There was a February where I had done 21 gigs in a 28-day month. And it was... uh, Yeah. It was... And they're not even direct flights. Like, I used to take three flights a day because they were all smaller cities, connected to smaller cities. So, I'm the bar to Delhi and Delhi to Hyderabad. And, you know, so... It was insane. But that year, something really... uh, I realized much later that... uh, I went through depression that year like I realized much later because there wasn't such honest conversation about depression and um, I mean mental health has a lot of we talk about it now like we really uh, acknowledge that this could be an issue but I remember there was such a feeling of discontentment like in me. during that year and I'm like dude you're traveling the world and you're just I mean if someone saw my Instagram page and they would be like oh she's in a fancy new hotel fancy new city every single day and you don't see it and this is what Instagram is is like someone's highlights reel right they're not gonna put it on social media saying oh I'm like I think I'm sad inside or whatever but I was and I realized it was because I wasn't working hard enough on my art and, um, that's when I started writing music and I had my Guruji, I mean, he was helping me with vocals. And so I started working on my original music, like not just singing someone else's covers on stage. Like, I think it really makes a huge difference because you, you get in touch with who you are as an artist and you can only do that if you get in touch with who you are as a person. And so that was pretty, um. That was pretty cool. Like I went through quite a transformation, and since then it's been it's been like a roller coaster that only goes up. <laughs> I've stolen that line. That's a line from *The Fault in Our Stars*. But yeah, I like that line.
2: One thing that's coming across, Humbly is you're a very self-aware person, oh, right? So it's not that somebody else has to tell you that you know something's wrong because you are evaluating your. I self. love that compliment. It's yeah, it is. I mean, that's that's what strikes us that you know you're very self-aware, and you know what's going wrong, and that is, that's an amazing quality. And the work. ability to accept it also, not,
0: right? It's not just yeah. being aware; it's also acceptance. That's,
2: yeah, that is, because I think most times all of us are just so happy with things that are going around that we don't actually evaluate and say, you know what, this is something that I should work on. Uh, so that is something that is worth learning, really. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) But, you know, during this journey uh, that you've had, I'm sure there are, and you being the self-aware person you are, I'm sure we'll have a very interesting answer to this. Uh, Were there times in your life or, you know, in your journey where you said, damn, I shouldn't have taken this, (laughs) right? Was it when you saw that 423 rupees in your account? Or (laughs) was it when you were anchoring for some like, you know, corporate crowds can get ridiculous at times. I mean, we are from corporate. We know that. But were there any moments like that where you said "I, I the corporate job was better? Know, I, I
1: know it would be very dramatic to say that I did have moments like this. But that wouldn't be the truth. Actually, to be honest, there hasn't been a single moment when I have ever thought that this is not what I should be doing. Like every, even through the struggle, it was there was something special about fighting for your dream like uh like so you know when even when i went through depression and all of that there was still never a single moment saying that this is not what i should be doing it always felt like i need to be doing more and so that is what would make me uh like a little um uh, you know there was that fire in my belly and i feel i used to feel like maybe i'm not you know uh, i'm not channeling it enough but uh it just never felt like i don't know all of that eating vada or eating when i think of those memories when i think of you know how i would go like in a bus i remember once i'd fainted in the bus like there were so many you know how bombay buses are like there were so many people and uh I was, like, so, just, I don't know, claustrophobic and all of that, and uh, I fainted in the bus and I remember, and, but even through things like that, like, I have never woken up the next day saying, I regret, you know, I don't know, quitting my comfy corporate job or having a salary at the end of the month, like, that guaranteed amount that you know you will receive no matter what, No, it's just been... uh, it's every moment has been a dream come true, man. Like it's so great to hear that. <laughs> yeah, that's, and it's that's so very great rare, to right? Hear that so and see you so happy. Yeah, it's very so good. <laughs> yeah, no. Even the struggles have just been worth it. Like when I look back, I just feel like I felt. So I think one of the biggest struggles that I sort of went through was um, so my partner and I. We basically had started a pub in Bombay and it was just during a really, uh, uh, you know, that's the year that GST was introduced and that's the year demonetization and just the like the sort of it was crazy and it wasn't probably uh, like um, just like a crazy investment at that point of time for us to do. And we, we lost a lot of money and uh i it's not something i really talk about like honestly it's uh it's i mean my friends know but i've never really spoken about it in public but uh it would have probably been the most life changing moment of my like our lives but it's the thing i grew from the most and that's when you know you sort of realize that it's the hardest things in life that make you grow and it's so important to grow from them. Like you can either choose to sit and wallow and say, mere saath ye ho Matlab, you know, like I know there are people who do that. Like there are people who would say that, it's hard to get into Bollywood or, you know, hard to get a playback song. It's impossible. Like nepotism, whatever, big debate. But I just feel if you really want to make it happen, you will. Like the human will is amazing. And uh, and some of these lessons, like all of like the conversation I'm able to have with you also is only because... There have to have... the You need to have dips in life to grow because it's in those dips that you grow the most. Like, I think... Like, if I had to talk about, like, for example, quarantine. Like, the greatest... Like, I just feel like they've been amazing six months. Like, I know people who, yes, gone through maybe difficult times. And in a way, we all have. Like, let's be honest. Like, in a way, it's not like... I mean, everybody's difficulty level is different, right? Like some people at the top who they say have millions and crores in their account. Uh, their liabilities are also millions and crores. So every person right from the top to, right? You know, every single part have suffered in some way or the other. But I don't know, for me, it just feels like there's beauty in that. Like earth is healing. Like if you think about it, like, like they cannot be something as huge as this happening without like a power of the universe designing it. Like saying that all of humankind must be brought to a grinding halt because that's the only way mother nature will heal. Like she needs to clean her rivers and, and, and replenish her oceans and seas and you know deforestation or air pollution or you know just... We we like to think about ourselves like humans, like I mean we're all like Are I'm not able to do this. Dude, there's such small things in the big, larger scheme of you know like and if you learn to just focus, I think if you just learn to focus on every cloud having a silver lining, that... Helps like am I talking too much? <laughs> no,
0: I, I was just I was just no, feeling that I I. am not missing your shows anymore You know, like, <laughs> I can see the passion and the drive in your answer there I was feeling like I was almost in a show <laughs> where you were performing No,
1: man, it's just like I've been cooking. It's been crazy. Okay, so I've been like I've worked my hardest on my vocals because I've had so much time to do riyas and dedicated Not like a sound check you know, it's just been, and it's been working on arts for art's sake, like not to sell it to a label, not to, not for it to go anywhere, but for you to, I mean, for the first time, it's like, it doesn't matter. Like social media doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what someone else is, else is thinking about you, except what's happening in this magnificent head of yours. Like, cause inside that is such a fascinating world. And just, you know, I think that's the most important journey, man. Your connection with your own self. Like, and it's been amazing. Like, I just feel like, I don't know. Like, I feel like every day takes me closer to that soul. You know, my Guruji always used to say it. Like, first when I went to, like, one of the first times in 2016, when I was in depression and all of that, when I went for class, like, Guruji would tell me, Beta, Like, not in the music, but like like focus on that stillness he's like you're so hyper i mean i still am (laughs) like he's like you're so hyper but it's like it's okay to be hyper but your mind should not wander like if you're doing sa and if you have to do it a hundred times just sa just hold 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 sa. like hold it for like as long as you want and then like lower range higher range just practice on that steadiness and and he was the person that inspired me to start meditating. And, you know, that's... I mean, I started feeling all of the changes that that comes from that, you know. That thing of knowing that you have the power of, to control your own thoughts, right? Like, you have the power to think that, uh, oh, I'm not growing. Or the power to realize that I'm not growing because I'm not doing this, this, this. And then working on that. Like, there is a difference between wallowing and then putting something into action.
3: So I'm
0: like, do it! (laughs) With that momentum, uh, we're going to ask you to do what you do best. We're going to ask you to play a song for us, sing a song for us.
1: Oh, God.
3: Okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you Thank so much. You. That was awesome. Yay! Sounds can so sing good.
1: more? I can sing more.
0: <laughs> yeah, we can. <we>, <laughs> why like, not? <laughs> 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 we will we, we'll get I a free gig. We're getting a free gig here today, so <laughs> we don't mind. <laughs> sure, I will
1: sing? I'll sing like another like a high 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 energy song. Oh la
3: meri pat, rakhiyo balaajul ilaalad, Sindari da. Say what it does, Sindarida. Say what it does, Sakisha, Basical and the Mathem must calendar. I lit number. The dam must the calendar. I lit the Munday and the O Lalimiri. O Lalimiri. China but oh, it's <laughs> a hedra gathiri. But in a hummies, ah, Punjama, my barter. I belong to the laughter. Punjama, Sindri da sevada, sindri da sevada, sakhi shabaz calendar. Dama 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 dama
0: awesome
2: okay now i now i can relate to what post was going on saying
0: mm.
2: i'm
1: glad and this has been actually really um uh, uh soul-bearing even for me i don't think i've ever gotten a chance to speak about like so many of these things with so much honesty and uh, so you've gotten that you guys have gotten that out of me <laughs> we
2: are glad we are glad because i mean we I'll tell you what we are going away with is the entire idea of thought of self-awareness. That is my biggest takeaway from this to evaluate ourselves at each level and, you know, at each intersection in life and say, you know, am I doing okay? Am I doing the best I can? And, you know, be open about things where we need to seek help. Um, I think that is our big uh, learning from this Ambali. And just, I think just the passion with which you are living your life and chasing your dream is something that is very inspiring. And you know that I don't regret anything, <laughs> right? And the thought that if I were to die tomorrow, uh, you know, what is my biggest regret? I think a lot of learnings in this podcast, Ambili, and amazing, amazing. You are amazing at singing. You are amazing at the way you lead Aww. your life. And you're just amazing with your zest for life so thank you so much for being on our thank podcast. you so much for
1: having me guys truly this has been really really uh, special it's felt like i'm having truly a conversation like over a cup of coffee like just friends that have met at home and uh, gotten to just i don't know like so I, i'm i'm grateful that uh, i mean for what you said for all your kind words which is like the learning and um but it's it's i guess um, it's just been my journey. Like I mean, uh, I, it's it's pretty cool that I mean I loved what you said. So thank you so much for your beautiful words. But yeah, it's it's <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's pretty cool like that. I could get to talk to you. So it's this has been also really awesome for me. So not just for you, because in a way I've I've made two new friends today. <laughs> like even though I know one new friend new, I thought yeah yeah I know I've always known uh, Yadush. Uh, for a while and I followed his I mean and I'm sure that if this has been more about me yakking away but I'm sure if I get to ask you all of your journeys have also been pretty like pretty uh, cool and amazing but we will get to do that the next time that I sort of just uh, ask the questions
0: Yeah, <laughs> and
1: you two <laughs> shall be giving the answers Yeah, but don't <laughs> ask
0: us to sing though <laughs> <laughs>
1: please don't no but this has been so much fun I'm so glad I got to do this
0: Um, Awesome Thank you so much Thank you so much For joining us On the show And always a big fan And still continuing To be one
1: (laughs) I'm so glad It's so sweet To hear that Thank you Thank you Cheers boys Uh, Cheers boy and girl Cheers
0: (laughs) (laughs) We hope that you have enjoyed This very candid conversation With Ambili Menon We certainly have We also got ourselves A live guide on mindfulness And living in the moment Follow Ambali Menon on Instagram to see more passion and energy. Until next time, keep it real people.